Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results and headlines from the past few days before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Now, I hope you all had a great week so far. The weather is finally starting to heat up here in Regina, which means the snow is melting. Golf season is just a couple weeks away, and we are here for it. Streets are unfortunately flooding in some places just with how quickly this snow is melting, but hoping for the best moving forward. But let's get right into the show. Before we get started with today's episode, are you looking to make some wagers? Then head over to bet99.com. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at signup, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so, and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, Contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, let's get back to the show. The last couple of days, actually been fairly positive the last couple of days. So we're 4-2 and two over the last couple. Um, Colorado team total yesterday was a big one that we added to our card a little bit later in the day. And then... Rays first five they took care of business no nerfy in the Yankees and Cleveland game Bayern Munich we'll chat about them in a couple minutes they were a whiff and then we were 2-0 the day previous Minnesota Wild puck line and New York Mets and Padres went under in their game now for the first time in a while I actually tuned into some NBA games now I don't typically watch a lot of NBA until college basketball season is done And I certainly wasn't watching the Lakers early in the year. They were really bad. Um, We'll get to their game in a second. But the first one was that Hawks and Miami game. I got to watch a little bit of the first quarter. Then I went and did a show. Go check out Into the Lab podcast. That was where we were yesterday. But the Hawks go on to win 116-105 to over Miami. Now, Trey Young, great game for him. 25-8-7. Clint Capella, 21 rebounds. They got a lot of help off the bench yesterday as well, whether it was Bay or Bogdanovich or a number of guys, 53 points off their bench. And I think that this is where Miami differs from them because the differential wouldn't have been that great only because Kyle Lowry had 33 points himself coming off the bench. Four bench points, though, outside of him. So not a great night for them. Now, Butler, he only had 21. Tyler Hero, he had 26, so he played well. Bam, just shy of a double-double as well. Now, what this means moving forward is we get Hawks and Boston in the first round. I don't think anyone's going to be betting Hawks in seven in this series. I think it's going to be a lot of Boston in four, Boston in five type of bets. 
But the Hawks have surprised in the playoffs in recent years, so I think they have the potential to stretch it to six. I'm not going to bet them to do so, but I think you could go and maybe find some value on Boston minus one and a half for this series. And then you got Heat and Chicago um, or Toronto, depending on how that game goes tonight. We'll be squaring off, and the winner will get the Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think it really matters who wins. It's a four or five game series, no matter who it is. Miami can maybe push them to six, but again, I just think that the East is very top heavy. Now, Lakers T Wolves was not great basketball in the fourth quarter last night. The Lakers, they got outplayed for the first two and a half to three quarters of the game. Minnesota, it felt like they were destined to win. And then Carl Anthony Towns got into foul trouble. And that's kind of when things changed in this game. Um, the Lakers definitely shouldn't have won, um, especially after Davis took a boneheaded foul with 1.4 seconds left. But Carl Anthony Towns was fine. Ant-Man had a bad game. LeBron looked elite once again last night. Not an entertaining fourth quarter if you're looking for points. I think there was 31 total points in the fourth. Um, I felt like there's more than that in overtime alone. But nonetheless, Lakers move on. They're going to get Memphis in the first round. That's going to be a fun series, especially with what we saw earlier in the year when the Grizzlies and Shannon Sharp got into it at Staples Center. So it's not even the Staples Center anymore. Jesus, shows how much I watch basketball now. But L.A., Memphis, that's going to be a fun series. Now we'll have to wait and see. Minnesota is going to get the winner of tonight's game, which is Pelicans and uh, OKC. And then winner will move on to take on Denver in the first round. Now let's recap the Champions League yesterday. Man City dominated 3-0. And my bad for betting on Bayern yesterday. And Rodri scored early, Sylvan Holland later. And honestly, this is where I got a little bit lazy with this pick yesterday. I forgot Munich's recent form, brought in the new coach in Tuchel. Bit of lazy research, let's just call it that. And just banking on a name, maybe not necessarily the product to get a result. They had lost two of their last four coming in. Um, So when I saw that line of double chance at plus money, I thought that I had to take it. But sometimes... There's a reason why that number is there. So Man City looks to be in a great spot to advance. They just have to not lose terribly when they head to Germany for the swing around matchup. And then Inter, they won 2-0 over Benfica, and they did it on the road. So two key road goals. Now they get to return back to Italy for the second leg. Barella and Lukaku were the goal scorers here. Seeing Lukaku's name on the score sheet, he's just so good anywhere but England. Um, any non-England team that he's played for, he's been a goal-scoring machine. He scored some goals for United. He scored some for Chelsea, but he definitely isn't the same player in England than he is in other leagues. Now Benfica, they got to go and win by two-plus in Italy, which is going to be an uphill battle. Probably an Inter and Man City both moving through to the next round. And then NHL playoffs are nearly set. We could finalize it tonight, depending how that Islanders game goes, because The Panthers are in. Isles are one point up on the Penguins with one game left. Isles get Montreal tonight. Pittsburgh gets Columbus on Thursday. But that game on Thursday may not matter, depending on how that result goes today. And then West teams-wise, they're all decided. Winnipeg takes the final spot. Calgary misses out on the playoffs. Nashville a spot back of them. West was a dogfight all year, and it comes down to the wire there once again. But Calgary fans are going to be very disappointed especially with how things looked after last season and heading into this one. 
So with that, we're heading over to the daily game slate to give you our uh, breakdown of all the plays that are coming. Right, so it was two Champions League games yesterday. Now there's two happening today as well. And the first one is an Italian matchup between AC Milan and Napoli. Now, I'm very excited for this one. Some would deem it the easier side of the draw, given that Benfica and Inter are there as well. But I look at it as there's three really good teams in Italy right now. And Milan, they just won 4-0 the last time these two played, which was only 10 days ago. So very recent. But Napoli also won earlier in the year 2-1 to one in this matchup. So I think it's essentially a pick em, and that's the way that they're viewing it with these betting lines for this game today. Um, it is very tough to kind of pick a side um, with how everything has been going for both of these teams. We got plus 178 are the best odds you can find on Milan, and plus 197 are the best that you can find with Napoli. I think you're more likely to play Milan money line if you're going to pick a side today just with them being at home. Both home teams took advantage of that yesterday. But nonetheless, I think it's going to be an exciting one to tune into today. Now, Chelsea and Real Madrid. Madrid's at home. They're minus 143. Depending on your book, those are the bet 99 odds. I don't know how you pick Chelsea today with their recent form. Now, this is the only competition that they can win a trophy still. So that's probably the rationale if you're going down the Chelsea road. You could look at the double chance like I did with Bayern yesterday. I don't think that it's a great one there. Madrid have won four of their last six in all competitions. They've scored four and six in two of their last three games. So they're not having issues scoring with Benzema and Vinicius up front. I really think that this is Madrid's game to lose at minus 143. It's not an official show play for once. We don't have Champions League plays. When you've got to pick them and then a line that you think stinks a little bit, it's good to stay away, but I would definitely lean Milan and Madrid at home today, and that would make it four for four for home teams in the first legs. Then, NHL-wise, three games happening tonight. I don't know why you would bet two of them, if I'm being honest. Matt, two, two you could bet, but one you definitely shouldn't. So the one that you should look at is probably that Montreal and Islanders game. Islanders are minus 360, so very juice line. Looks like we're getting Montembeau and Sorokin as the goaltenders. Isles win and they're in the playoffs. That's what it boils down to. I think you have to play them if you're going to. Again, minus 360 money line is nothing nothing spectacular, so it's probably not the road you want to go down. Even as a parlay piece, minus 360 does absolutely nothing for you. You can find it minus 330 some places, I guess, if you're wanting to go that road. You can also find in regulation at minus 208. If you're worried that this isn't going to be a multi-goal win, then you could pursue that avenue as well. Puck line is minus 125, depending on your books. So I do like that line. Um, if you're looking to play it straight up, definitely parlay-wise, you could do that in regulation play. Dallas minus 165 against St. Louis. Ottinger and Bennington are the goaltending match. It looks like. But at minus 165, my concern is that St. Louis has nothing to play for. Dallas still kind of does because they're one point back Colorado with two games left. And so at minus 165, it's a nice parlay piece. If you even want to go pursue the avenue of Dallas money line with Islanders and reg, you could get a nice little two-teamer going, get some plus money out of it. But that's kind of the route that I would go with this one today. I don't know how you bet St. Louis. I know that they're the home team here. Just nothing to play for. 
And then San Jose and Calgary. I can't for the life of me think why someone would want to bet this game. San Jose probably doesn't want to win because they don't want to get worse draft odds. Calgary's missed the playoffs. They don't have anything to play for either here. Just feels like a bad game. Kakinen and Markstrom are expected. I don't know if they're even going to go. I don't know why you would risk either of these guys tonight. So do not bet on this game. And then NBA play-in-wise, two games tonight. Chicago and Toronto. Toronto's minus five and a half at home. I want nothing more than the Raptors to lose this game. And it probably makes me a terrible Canadian. I'm going to get hating the DMs over it. I just think that when it comes to this game, I would love to see DeMar DeRozan come back and win this game, eliminating the Raptors, who were buyers at the deadline when they probably should have been sellers and ending their season early. Injuries-wise, there's not a lot to report here. Lonzo hasn't played in months. Same with Otto Porter. And so Toronto being minus 5.5, it does feel steep. I don't like it enough where I can go and bet Chicago, though. I do think that DeMar and Levine will keep it close. But at 5.5, you can get those late free throws, and it pushes it over. And that would be my concern with this game. Again, DeRozan lost that trade back when they traded him for Kawhi. But this would be a great retribution moment for him to come back to Toronto and have a great night and have them be eliminated from playoff potential. And then OKC and New Orleans, New Orleans minus five and a half. Thunder, I'm not sure if they necessarily want to win this game. I think that the players do. I don't know if the organization does. I'll never accuse the players of not wanting to win. But the Pelicans, no Zion, no Alvarado, no Pokashevsky for OKC. I would bet the Pelicans just, I hate this number again. I would be more tempted to go and maybe bet Toronto minus three and a half, New Orleans minus three and a half, and just parlay them together if you are looking to make a wager here. But it does feel like a bit of a trap, especially after that Laker game last night. Uh, So definitely look at New Orleans if you do today. And then MLB-wise, as it's going to be for the next number of months, you can definitely go and wager on these. But there's four games that I kind of wanted to look at, three that we have as official plays for today. So Houston's minus 155. The bats have been going for them early in the year. But with Yerkity going at minus 155, even if it's a little bit juiced, I like the Astros on the road. White Sox and Minnesota. Giolito is a tough pitcher to bet on, and so is Gray. Honestly, I like the over because I just think one of them is going to be bad today. I don't know which one it's going to be, so I'm not picking a side. But I like the over eight and a half line regardless. St. Louis is minus 175 on the road against Colorado. Flaherty's nothing special on the mound for St. Louis. Neither is Urena for Colorado. And so when I see a 12 and a half number, that is a very large number. But these are common in Colorado games. Either team's total I would bet tonight as well. Um, You can maybe get some lower numbers there, but certainly where I'm leaning with this game. And then Kansas City and Texas. Texas is minus 175 at home. Looks like we have Keller and Evaldi going. Texas are heavy-ish favorites, so I do like this spot for them at home. Evaldi's been fine to start the year, although Keller has been a little bit better. I think that with that walk-off win yesterday that Texas had, that's the route to go if you're going to bet this game. But again, not an official show play today. We do have three official show plays, though, which is where we're heading now with our Last Call Pick segment, sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. 
Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Check out some of their other products like their old-fashioned dill pickle vodka, regular vodka. We've even got some seasonal stuff that's coming in on Friday, so we'll let you guys know how that is over the weekend, and we'll report back on Monday on the show. But shout out to Last Mountain Distillery, just great sponsors, love supporting local, and really appreciate them being a sponsor of our show moving forward. All right, so with that, let's head over and give you our three betting plays for today. Um, Two have banners. The third one doesn't because we're adding it late here to our card. But let's start with the Toronto Blue Jays. Team total over four and a half versus the Detroit Tigers. Minus 150, and that's for two units. Looks like we're getting Rodriguez, uh, who has not been good for Detroit for a while, going up against Gossman. And it just feels like when Gossman takes the mound, he gets a lot of support from this uh, Blue Jays offense. So I'm going to, if you want to bet the first five, go for it. If you want to bet the run line, go for it. But I'm going to bet the team total over four and a half today. I think the Jays are in for an offensive explosion. If you even want to ladder this, maybe even go over five and a half as well. Then you can get into the plus money territory. But at least for the show, five and a half feels like a good number. Braves team total over four and a half as well. This is against the Reds at minus 125 for two units. I love the Braves anytime Strider is going. They're at home. They're taking on Green, who's been hit and miss so far for Cincy this year. And I just think when you've got an elite team that started well and they've got their best pitcher on the mound, it's great value. And it just means that the bats are going to come alive as well. So give me the Braves team total there. And then a little two-team parlay, a two-money line parlay, taking Philly's money line against the Marlins and Angels' money line against the Nationals. This is a one-unit play, but it's plus 142. Love the pitching matchup on both sides here. It looks like we're going to get Wheeler going in that Phillies game, and I'm a big fan of Wheeler anytime he takes the mound. He's also going to be going up against Cabrera, who wasn't great in his first start. Mind you, neither was Wheeler. But with the Phillies being at home, I think it's good value. And then you got Gore for Washington going up against Canning for the Angels. Again, I just think that these are great pitching matchups. Two teams that are pretty heavily favored. They're minus 175 and minus 185, respectively. And so I just think great spot for them to pick up the victory. But appreciate everyone who tuned into the show today for everything that we talked about. It just came down to three baseball plays today. Appreciate you all. We're going to be back on Friday. Even We're going to do a Saturday episode this week as well. We've got the great Jared Coney coming on. We're going to do a full NHL playoff preview, talk some bets, as well as those first-round series once they're finalized. But appreciate you all for hopping on and giving it a listen, and we'll see you guys on Friday for the Competitive Hedge Podcast. Thank you.